There will be football. Actual freaking football tonight in Canton, Ohio. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. But tonight there will be, have I mentioned this yet? Football! 8 p.m. is the kickoff time for the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, between the Steelers and Cowboys. And there are going to be so many things to watch for. I get that the Steelers' marquee players are going to be held out of this game, as they absolutely should. But because the Steelers and Dallas were invited to partake in this event, they get an extra look. They get an extra week of preparation. And we get an extra game in which to monitor certain important things that actually really will matter, not just for the remainder of this training camp, but going right into the regular season. And that's why I'd like to de-emphasize as much as possible, at least from my own perspective, the quarterback thing. I can promise you right now that when we're doing the next daily shot of Steelers, we will already have been deluged. This entire nation, capital N, will be deep in debate about quarterback this, quarterback that, quarterback this, quarterback that. Ben Roethlisberger's not playing in this game. So I'm very comfortable de-emphasizing the quarterback position. I'm also comfortable, for the most part, de-emphasizing the defensive components. Yes, I'd like to see Jason Pierre continue the strong camp that he's had. I'd like to see Antoine Brooks make more strides as the slot corner. But I, this defense, without its stars out there, it, it's not going to mean all that much. There isn't that much to learn or gain. I feel like the defense, for the most part, is a known commodity. What I want to see more than anything else, well, almost more than anything else, is this offensive line. I don't care if they're the second stringers or the third stringers. They should be the all stringers at this stage of this camp, given what this depth chart comprises of currently. You need to have everyone in the mix, battling for every spot. And if you have an offensive lineman out there, any position, even center, and they're showing well, believe you me, that will carry over to the first actual preseason game the following week. And then it could snowball. And then that player could impress enough to be out there on the field with the ones in Buffalo a month and a half from today. And that's, that's relevant. You know, it's not necessarily 
uh, sexy topic, and it's really not all that much fun to watch. I can't imagine that anybody outside of other offensive linemen and offensive line coaches get all that immersed in watching who blocks well. But if you're not lasered in on this component in this preseason, knowing what you know about this overall football team, you're missing the point. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind that this is going to be the thing that makes or breaks the 2021 Steelers. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees at Point Park University. You can also choose where you learn. It can be at Point Park's downtown Pittsburgh campus. It can be online. It can be a flexible hybrid format. Learn more at pointpark.edu. One more time, that's pointpark.edu. Did you catch my almost that I threw in there? Like, I'm almost looking forward to this more than anything. I'm not going to lie. I want to see Najee Harris run the football. We've been talking about this guy Um uh, Months before he was drafted. Yeah, there was some back and forth. Should it be him or Travis Etienne from Clemson? And there was even a little bit of hesitation around here about that. Never apparently in the Steelers' minds. And once that had kind of made its way out, I think more people around here started to pay closer attention to Harris's film and really fall for the guy. Well, then he comes here, rookie camp, OTAs, mini camp, training camp, and he just keeps getting the raves and earning those raves again and again and again. He is that talented. He is that confident. And he is that driven. None of that should have come as a surprise, and I'm sure that it doesn't for people who followed his uh, lifetime of football, particularly his career at Alabama. But for those of us who, who didn't or couldn't, seeing him here has felt like a big validation, not just of the pick, but of the faith that he could be something, here comes that word, special. And you want to see that. You want to see it in action. You want to see it in motion. You want to see what it looks like in actual football. You want to see, you know, something more than running around cones and um, other drills and everything else that we've all been uh, paying as much attention to as we can in these camp settings. This is different. He's going to be taking a football, and he's going to be running a football into a group of dudes wearing Dallas uniforms. It's going to look like something. The only thing I'll advise in advance, and I never tell people how to feel or what to do or whatever. It's literally advice. Be very, very mindful of the other thing. I mentioned when it comes to Najee, and that's the offensive line. If you're seeing that he's not doing well, if you're seeing that he's getting stunted 
at the line or thrown for losses or just not moving anywhere. And the running game kind of looks like it did, you know, all of 2020. Think first about the offensive line. That doesn't mean it'll always be their fault. But the default should be that this kid's going to make the most of any hole he gets. But if he doesn't get holes, it's going to be pretty rough. I really, I hate to keep condensing everything about this camp and this team selection process to a single thing, but it it really is that. And, And I think it's now doubly so because of the various injuries or whatever it is that has Kevin Dotson on the outs. It's not... It's not even on the field at once. Like, you you don't even get a chance to see what it's like and to hope that, hey, they've got five, six weeks. They can figure it all out. We don't know that. We don't know how many weeks they'll have. We don't even know who it's going to be. And more than anything, tonight's game is going to begin to show that possibly, unfortunately, in the form of people being maybe unfairly cynical about the running back. Don't let that happen. This guy's the real deal. Watch the line. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's always brought to you on this program by the personal injury law firm of Lawrence, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They assist people who've been hurt in accidents, who filed for workers' comp or medical malpractice. The attorneys at LGKG have been Designated Super Lawyers, capital S, capital L, for the past 15 consecutive years. That is a designation that's reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Western Pennsylvania. Check them out at lgkg.com. Today's question comes from John, who asks, Is there any discernible advantage to having this extra preseason game? Do the coaches and players see the Hall of Fame game as a nuisance, or do they see it as another opportunity to make an impact and or coach more concrete evaluations? John, the coaches love having this thing. The players hate having this thing, okay? Like, I could cut off my answer right there. Picture one of them at 100 and the other at zero. That's where it is. I shouldn't say all of the players because the players who are on the fringe welcome every opportunity, every additional opportunity to show what they can do. The ones who are somewhere between getting a job on an NFL practice squad or bagging groceries, they're they're really excited about the Hall of Fame game, okay? The coaches are ecstatic over the opportunity. When it comes to Mike Tomlin, you're talking about someone who probably wakes up every day of training camp to this day and regrets that the last collective bargaining agreement got rid of two-a-day workouts, okay? That's who this coach is. Not so much 
from like some kind of punitive standpoint or whatever. Tomlin's not a guy that's going to uh, make statements by having guys do excessive physical work. He's always been of the mind that the more you can practice, the better you are. And that gives him something in common with, oh, you know, every other football coach on the planet. They'll embrace this opportunity, and they will look at it not only from the standpoint of an extra preseason game, but they're, the way Tomlin's kind of explained this over the past few days, they're looking at it more from the standpoint of there are certain decisions that are going to come down to starting jobs uh, at some point later in camp, later in the preseason schedule. What they have the chance to see now are different players that, as he's put it, wouldn't really get that many snaps, wouldn't really see that much action in preseason games once those things pick up. And remember that preseason itself is kind of funny because you have preseason and then you have the Carolina game. And longtime fans of the Steelers know exactly what I'm talking about. You do almost all of your serious evaluations in the two games leading up to the Carolina game. By the time you get to the Carolina game, you pretty much know who your team is. You're just kind of guarding against injuries and other holes that might happen, but you're not really winning a job in the Carolina game. It's happened, and Tomlin has acknowledged when it's happened, but he's also acknowledged by doing that that it's really, really rare, and it's almost always specific to special teams. So do they do they like having this? Yes, yes, without, without any doubt. John, I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And my goodness, we'll actually have a game to talk about for the next episode tomorrow. Thanks to everybody for listening. Mm-hmm.